Ba 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 ba. Ba 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 ba. Yo, what's up, guys? What's up? How you doing? Hi, everybody. Hi. Welcome to episode 167 of Lead Party. Where we talk games and general geekery and all that stuff. And yeah. Uh, I'm your host, Antonio. I'm Omar. Oh, I said it first. I'm in. Oh, balls. I'm Omar. Hi. And he's Tristan. Hey, so uh, I was out last cast. It was a good one. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Um, yeah. What have you guys... Do you listen to the cast? I guess I do. that implies that you do. Yeah. I don't... I used to listen to the ones that we recorded. Do you just leave it on repeat to boost our numbers? <laughs> yes. I delete the download and re-download it again. Nice. Yeah, throughout the day. Nice. Yeah, I do that. No, I don't. Um, I used to listen to every cast even after we recorded it, and I don't do that anymore. I just uh, listen to the ones that I miss. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'll go back and listen to a cast we do, but yeah. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, uh, what have you guys been playing, or do you want me to go first? Go first. Go first. Sorry, I will. you are gone. So... I had a week off between jobs, and I picked up uh, a game or two on sale. I got Saints Row the Third on Switch. How's how is that post patch? Did that patch come out yet? The patch came out. Um, it it helps some things, um, but still doesn't help others. I feel like if I'm moving really fast and it's trying to you know load in the game world, it can be a little iffy. Like um, wise or like chugging? A little bit of both. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have to be going pretty damn fast. Now, keep in mind, this is also on an SD card. So who knows? Could be a read-write speed issue there. Um, but it, it, it's it's better. It's definitely better than launch. Uh, I had only played bits and pieces of that game before. And mm-hmm. I was like, you know, open world funny game gta style on the go that sounds pretty good to me right and overall i like it it's pretty funny um outlandish of course you know for those of you who've played it you know exactly very slapstick what i'm talking about so much slapstick but that's what i love about it it reminds me of the fun that i used to have in gta 3 before 4 and 5 took themselves so seriously not that they're not good games i enjoy those games but i just like a open sand, you know, open world sandbox game like that, where I can just cause mayhem and mm-hmm. not have the cops on my ass. Losing the cops in this game is really easy too. They are dumb as Omar. So true. Oh, wow. okay. I was gonna say. Wow. Oh, there he is. Uh, I was waiting for. Wow. It. A little slow. Wow. Love you, Omar. That's cool. Um, did you did you ever play uh, Chinatown Wars? Chinatown Wars. That was was that the one that was on PSP as well? It was on Nintendo DS, and then I think, I think they remastered it, to, yeah, they remastered it for it. iOS and PSP. Yeah, I played that. I liked how you escaped the cops in that one. It was like you wanted to actively engage them, sort of, and it was like you would bust their car that was chasing you, and then oh, would, that's right, it would like break down a meter, and then once you yeah, it, it was like if I, I think it was like if you busted down a certain number in a in a short time, then you, you got, got off a window to get away. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And so it was like instead of just driving around being frustrated, you were like tackling it head on. 
I really yeah. like that mechanic. That was awesome. That game's cool. That was cool. neat. I, uh, I texted one of our friends of the show that works at Rockstar, and I was like, hey. Fix this. G- GTA Chinatown Wars on Switch. Tell who you got to tell. Yeah. You pay money for it. Yeah. I gotta be honest, I thought by that point I, I really wouldn't like a Grand Theft Auto game that would give me over the head view. I, I kind yeah, of got used to Yeah, but that game but really it works. It did it. And wow, was, it like, worked really that, well. That uh, like drug dealer mini game mechanic that they had in there, like that was like almost a game of its own. It was really fun. Yeah. You would like Man, now you, you would again. like It was a good game. You have like this pill delivery and you would go and there would Oh it would Sometimes it would be an undercover cop, and he would try and fuck you up, and then they would chase you. And oh, that's so cool. Is it any like, good on iOS? I've never no. played it on iOS. Mm, I, I, I figured it wouldn't I be. I feel like general rule of thumb is if it's on iOS and it... It can I, get somewhere else with physical buttons to it. That's what I do, too, yeah. Yeah. So I remember when I got Grand Theft Auto, it was around the time when they first started coming out with controllers for the iPhones. Mm. And I picked up one of the first, first ones that they ever came out with. And it's just... Oh. It's too much. It's too much. It's not worth it. It's um, so cumbersome. Tell yeah, me. I'd rather just get a DS and just do it that way. Yeah. Do you still have a Do you still have a PlayStation TV? Somewhere. I wonder. Well, actually, they shut down the PSP digital store, didn't they? So you yeah. wouldn't be able to like boot that up and. Nope. The only reason I would get a PlayStation TV is to play my shit I mean, from my be- my uh, bedroom. I think I could get it on. Uh, yeah, but it, off the that- website. Could and you then do anything download. with the PlayStation TV anymore? You could still play stuff, yeah. I think what I'd have to do is I'd have to buy it on the website, and then it pushes to the system. But I, it's not, uh, it's not worth doing all that and hooking it up. I don't, I have no, I don't know where it's at anymore. Oh, so, so you can still buy PSP titles from the website? I, I believe so. Hmm. I don't know. I could be wrong. Don't quote me. Hmm. Oh, did, maybe, maybe I don't know. Did they I ever don't put? Know. Did they ever put the Chinatown Wars on? I don't know. I guess you. I'm asking. It might. It actually. You know what? Questions. It might. It might not be a compatible title too. Because remember, not all PSP titles were compatible. Mm. Although at this point, I'm sure there's an easy hack and whitelist you yeah, can install. Yeah, I'm sure there's an entire like bootloader yeah. pack now that you can. Because all you, you have can, to do is all you have to do is whitelist them. They're there's like most games yeah. are actually run fine. That, that um, was one thing about the um, DS version I came that wasn't into was like the amount that you had to like do hot wiring mini games when you tried to steal cars mm. i was like i don't okay it was it was novel the first time but after the five thousandth time it's yeah weird. especially in a game like that where you're stealing cars all the time yeah to get away it's still um, a really good game though that game was awesome yeah uh i also played my time at porsche mm-hmm. uh which got a big update that included all the post launch content from the pc um mm-hmm. <laughs> here's the thing <laughs> um that game, from cold boot at the home menu to loading your save and actually playing, literally takes a solid three and a half minutes. Uh, is, that a, is that a complaint or is that... Well, so I'm just letting people know because when it first launched, it, the cold boot was a lot faster. Mm. But then what happened was it would take a lot longer to load if you left your house. Or if you went in and out of a building, so I think the trade-off of a longer load oh, you time mean up front. Left your house in the game, okay? Yeah, so I think yeah, they uh, got to be permitted to. Yeah, like, sorry. How does that make a difference? So, so I think the trade-off of a longer load time up front is better. Just know that it's there. So it's like 
loading you into your yeah. interior and then continuing to load the overworld. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and one little change they made is now if you die, you're not loaded into your house. You're loaded outside of your house. So you don't have to load in your house, pop out, load again, which is a nice little touch. Um, menu navigation is... Uh, it's... Faster than it was, because a, a problem with the Switch version, and I, I don't know about other consoles, but they, because they just generally said patch notes, is you would have uh, input lag of a couple seconds if you just switched menu items, uh, mm -hmm. tabs. Um, you'd also get uh, hitching a little bit of a delay anytime you collected resources, like a tree, like right before it went from being a full tree or a rock to breaking it down into a resource, you'd have a delay of a second or two. That's completely gone. There is still little, a little, the menus aren't as snappy as I want them to be. The problem is I can navigate the menus faster than they, uh, than they load. So what they do is I think they kind of limit how fast you can go through the menu. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, is, is the menu, just because you said input lag, is it like just regular text scrolling or is it like a Destiny style like cursor scroller type thing? No, no, no. It's it's a regular, think of it like a... Uh, just like an RPG type menu? Or yeah, think of it like a Minecraft menu or any, any other menu like that. It's not, it doesn't have a little cursor. Okay. Um, it's still a good game. Uh, there's a lot of content that they're still going to be putting in. They're working on adding that grass texture to Switch, which would make it look so much better. Because like I said, from day one, that just adds so much more charm to it. It'd be like if Breath of the Wild didn't have grass and it was just a texture. Mm -hmm. Like, those games are beautiful because of their open-worldness and stuff. Uh, but that game's good. The patch definitely helped. Um, with the exception of if I exit a main menu, it hangs up for like a second or two. And then it loads my... my uh, inventory bar and stuff so there's still performance things that need to be worked out but overall it's far a far cry better than it was before mm -hmm. and a game that i can much uh more easily recommend now uh i also have been playing a bit of beat cop got that on sale that game's fun a little different uh, it's just fun to ticket people i might play beat cop yeah he's telling me he loves ticketing people it makes his day uh it's funny how many people bribe you um, I haven't taken any bribes yet. One thing I will say is I wish there were more dialogue options because every time, so, for example, every time someone uh, tries to bribe me out of a ticket, it's the exact same sentence every mm -hmm. single time. And I'm like, come on, just write a couple more sentences. Mm -hmm. uh, but that game's fun because it's very different. So for those of you who don't know, B-Cop is a game where you are a cop and you're patrolling your... Um, your street and you are framed for murder and they think that you stole shit out of the mayor's house um please stop stealing shit from the mayor yeah so basically there's that story uh and then you you know try and stop petty crimes you've got gangs on your street you have what i'm assuming is going to be the italian mafia at the pizza place because why mm -hmm. not That's so right. uh it's a fun. It's definitely a fun little game. Uh, you have quotas you have to meet throughout the day, but then shit will happen uh, story-wise that kind of throws you off, and you only have so much time in the day. Fortunately, yeah. one thing I like is it was a smart little, just smart little thing is that anytime you're in a conversation, time stops, um, so you're not using up part of your shift time throughout right. the day for conversations, which is nice. Uh, 
fun little game though. I picked it up for I think eleven bucks. So mm-hmm. though that sells over, but if you if you want something a little different that's not a platformer, that's not a JRPG or anything like that, I would I would suggest picking it up. It's a fun little time. Cool. Um I've also been playing uh two other games yet. Final Fantasy X Remastered. Man, I like that game. It just takes me back to PS2 and it just I didn't play any of the HD remakes of that game and it looks so good in handheld and in docked. Mm-hmm. Plays fantastic on both. It, I've had no problems with performance. Is it stable 30 or is it 60? It's definitely not 60, it's 30. Okay. Uh but that's but, fine. I mean that's it, what that's what I played it as before, you know. No hiccups um, up. No hiccups at all. It plays great. Um, I forgot how much I love those characters. Uh, yeah. I just, I mean, what can you say? Final Fantasy X, it's a great game. Yeah. Um, totally worth the price, in my opinion. So I've been having a lot of fun with that. I've put like 22, 23 hours into that. Uh, and then I've also been playing a game that I had forgot that I uh, was interested in a long time ago and then completely forgot about. It's called A Plague's Tale Innocence, and it is a really good game. It's not a full 60. It's a $50 game. It's on Xbox, PS4, and I believe PC. Uh, It's made by a smaller studio um, uh, in France, and it takes place in the 14th century um, in France. You play as a young teen daughter who comes from a very wealthy family. Uh, but she also has a younger brother who she kind of never got to see because there was a lot of weird things kind of going on with him. He has some medical issues. Uh, he has like a, a blood condition um, where he gets these like horrible pains in his head and everything. And then you you find out some stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and basically the Inquisition is after him um, because the plague is going on at this time too out of nowhere. And it actually... There's hundreds of rats on screen. Um, And this game, uh, it's like, I know you hate The Last of Us, but it's like The Last of Us as far as having that really strong bond with the AI character who helped you solve puzzles and things like that. My problem with The Last of Us is not the character I know, it's a story. I know, it's a story. It's it's just the the predictability and cliché-ness of the story. Right, so this story is phenomenal and okay. the voice acting is incredible like i it, it's just it's so believable to me um and the boy's really young so whoever the the guy who the little little boy who played him is uh pretty talented because he he makes this scared boy very believable to me because you know some children actors aren't good right um and not to discredit the the girl and there's a bunch there's a couple other supporting characters you I mean, meet who do you who do you play as mainly you the play as a girl named alicia okay uh and then her little brother's name is hugo and then you meet some other people who i'm not going to give away or anything um but right now uh i am it's me and like three other ai companions uh going on this adventure and it is it's good so the the main gameplay loop is um go there's okay, th- no, go there's ahead. Go ahead. There's some combat, uh, but a lot of it is stealth-based, a lot of the gameplay. Mm-hmm. So you're trying to hide around, hide uh, behind barriers, hide in tall grass, because um, the Inquisition is everywhere. And there's different soldiers with different um, 
levels of strength. Now, the moment you're spotted, uh, you're most likely screwed because as soon as one guard sees you, they all see you and you die. You instantly die. Like they're, they're going to come, they hit you once with a sword and you're dead. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why stealth is so important. Now, you have a slingshot and you can throw rocks. Um, so that's good in the beginning because you can take out, you can kill guards by hitting a, slinging a rock at their head. But then you have other guards who have helmets. And then you meet this boy who teaches you alchemy. Um, and while all this is going on, you're also navigating like uh, inside castles. Uh, you're navigating tunnels underground. You're navigating um, fields out in the dark. And there's there's a lot of there's a lot of play on light versus dark. Uh, mm-hmm. And you want to stay in the light because. Uh, the the plague, you know, the rats, they don't like the light. So you have to also do a lot of things. And it's a lot of puzzle-based, like, they're not hard puzzles, but you, some in, of them so, you have to think. So the, the light and dark thing, that's not in, like, an ashen type of way, right? Right. Yeah, not in, like, an ashen type of way. In, like, a you want to stay in the light or create light. Uh, light is a puzzle mechanic in relation to the rats. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's good. And you learn a lot of cool things with alchemy. So right now, eventually, I came up to guards who have helmets on. So a rock isn't going to damage them. But you learn this, uh, this boy teaches you this... Um, spell type thing i guess you can call it not it's not really a spell because you're not a mage it's alchemy so he teaches you this thing and you can craft uh all kinds of stuff in this game you can level up your slingshot um with all kinds of like little rpg type stats so for example uh it takes me a lot less time to have a uh, full tension so i can uh use my slingshot faster i can carry more stuff but the thing is the materials that you use to upgrade are also the same materials that you use to create all these different alchemy type, alchemy based weapons that you kind of need. So you have to kind of balance out in that time what you think would be better. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was a part yesterday where I, I failed it like two times because I, I tried a couple different routes and it just wasn't working for me. And then I was like, you know what? I could probably just, if I just take a little more time, not engage in any combat. And that's what I did. And then eventually I, I reached a workbench where I was able to, you know, do an upgrade, which was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, it's good. You guys would like it, especially you, Tris. Uh, yeah, I, we were talking about it before the cast started, and the developer, um, he, they made uh, that Disneyland Adventures game that I yeah. was really into. Well, so. this is completely different. Yeah. Um, it looks, I want to say, too, uh, Xbox One X, I'm assuming PS4 as well. Um, I know on the X it's 4K, HDR. Uh, I have a new TV coming, hopefully sometime this week, so I can see real good HDR. Um, but long story short, those are the games I played. A Plague's Tale Innocence, phenomenal if you're looking for a really good story-based game that's something different, that's not sci-fi, that's not so, aliens. I do have one question about it. Um, you were saying like how stealth-based and stuff it is. Mm-hmm. Is it How open is it? Like, Is it basically like... Like The Last of Us, where it's you know glorified hallways that are just kind of leading you like breadcrumbs. It's more. It's more. It's more like. Yeah, no, it's more like that. Each each. So it's broken up into chapters. Okay. I'm on chapter eight, and I think there's like seventeen. Okay. Um, I've put like twenty hours into it, so it's a it's a decent sized game uh, as far as length and everything, Um, but it's definitely not an open world game. It is it is very much a. You're, it's telling a specific. It's story. telling a specific story, and you're winding your way through these woods or through this enemy encampment and things like that. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so it definitely holds your hand through, you know, where you're supposed to go. Uh, but it's good. Oh, that's my cat being a baby. But it's good. So I definitely recommend it. Um, it it's actually one of my favorite games this year so far. Uh, nice. Because it, it's just it's just so unique, and it tells such a different story, um, and it's it, the characters like this. Uh, they're just they're very well portrayed, um, and they they really feel like they're alive. Uh, I mean, I just can't give enough credit to all the voice actors, but especially the people who are playing the main supporting characters. They just did a phenomenal job. What's it available for? Xbox, PS4, and I believe PC. How much? Um, 50 bucks. Okay. Let me see if I can pull it up quick. Uh, yeah, PS4, Windows, it just says Windows, so I'm assuming that's Steam. I'm not 100% sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so PS4, Windows, and Xbox One. Okay. Uh, it came out on the 14th. Um, it's, a wi- it's a wild game, though, so... I hope I'm not overhyping it, but um, I don't think I am. It's it's different and uh, different in a lot of good ways. So, but just don't expect a you know crazy action set piece game. This is very much a take your time, stealth through if you can. You will have enemy encounters, but uh, there was another do you, section do you where you get um, like graded at all for how well you execute the stealth stuff, or no, no. it's just it's, you're just trying to get from one. You're just trying to get from one point to the other. They've taken a lot of those video gamey type aspects out of it. There's no scoring, nothing like that. So it's It's very very, cinematic. Yes. Yeah. It's very it's very cinematic in that regard. Um, Like the most video game thing is going to be the crafting and you know the collection of materials. Um, Mm -hmm. But other than that, it's it's very much uh, a story driven game. So I dig it. Check it out. Also. If you want to relive Final Fantasy X, it rocks on the Switch. Best place to play, in my opinion. Um, did you pick that? Did you pick up the 10, 10 2 bundle or just ten? I think it's only the bundle. That was the only thing I saw oh, in there. It comes with oh. it's ten and ten two. It comes with everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I am also interested. There's two other games I'm kind of interested in, real quick. Uh, Final Fantasy twelve potentially, and Sword Art Online. I've always been kind of intrigued by that, um, so mm-hmm. I'm kind of looking at that, but I, I have a ways to go before I would even get that, because uh, there's going to be a bunch of other games that come out by the time I finish Final Fantasy and stuff. So cool. I'm going to shut up. What have you guys been playing? Lamar, hit me with what you got. Uh, well, I'll tell you what I haven't been playing anymore is Mortal Kombat. Oh, shit. It's just Mortal it, Kombat. I, I heard well that, and I heard it's very grindy. It's it's Mortal Kombat, dude. It's it's yeah. injust. It's almost like Mortal Kombat made way to Injustice, and then they just took Injustice and made Mortal Kombat. That's why it's, I didn't pick it up because I, I mean I like fighting games, but to me Mortal Kombat is Mortal Kombat. It didn't it's it didn't look wholly different from yeah it didn't look wholly that much different from the one that was out last gen. No, I mean I don't I haven't played Mortal Kombat in a little while since. Uh, the original Mortal Kombat came out for the new, new the new consoles where it was just Mortal Kombat. Right, um, right. But I haven't played any of the ones in between. And like I said, I got this for free from my job. So I was, you know, I had no skin off the game for me. So gave it a shot. But it's What are you just, playing it on? Uh, PlayStation 4. Okay. Pro. And it's, 
it's just Mortal Kombat. It's not it's not bad, but it's nothing more than what it is on the face. It's exactly yeah. what you think it is. I feel nothing like it's more, hard to elevate. Less. I feel like it's hard to elevate a fighting game out of all the genres. And they try. You could see they they try to make different put different mechanics in there. Like I was saying the last mm-hmm. time about the different loadouts and stuff, but it, it it doesn't matter. It's still Mortal Kombat. Yeah. You know. Um. So there's that. But uh, mainly what I've been playing as of recently is Diablo three. The new season of Diablo yeah, came out recently. Yeah, too bad you're not playing it on Switch. It's such a great game on Switch. Yeah, well, if that shit wasn't sixty dollars. Hey. Be... I'm not about that life. I can't pay for games twice like that. I'm not making I hear money. you, boo. It's a good game, though. Uh, it is a good game. So I've been playing the new season um, that started last week. It's been pretty good. I, when you start a new season, you start from the very beginning. <clears throat> Um, so you have like no loot, nothing special, nothing that you've gotten from your past games and you kind of start from scratch. Um, so it's been nice to kind of get starting, start new and just kind of go through and and get some new, new loot. Um, the end of the season, if you do end up doing all the objectives, I should be getting like this Groot looking pet thing. So kind of, I really want that. Cool. Uh, have you played any PSVR? Not recently. I, dude, I have so many games that I haven't... Moss. You still haven't opened it. Moss, Moss, was, Moss wasn't bad. Um, Astrobot Rescue Mission is phenomenal. Uh, if you can find that on sale, I wholeheartedly recommend that. It's the closest thing to a Mario game you'll get in VR. Uh, it's, yeah. it's very well done. Really good level design, too. I was excited for it when it came out, but I just had so many things that I was playing. I just didn't buying it would have just been pointless. Ghost Giant is also really good, but f- the thing that can be annoying with Ghost Giant is, is every level is very is, is puzzle based, and it's one of those things where like if I'm in VR and I get stuck in a puzzle, I don't know what it is about VR, but getting stuck in a puzzle in VR is just so irritating. Yeah, and then I just stop playing. <laughs> I feel like I'm too close to the puzzle at that point. Maybe, maybe that's what it is. Because you're looking around and you know the answer is literally right in front of you, but yeah. you can't find it. Um, one thought of disappointment I had this week was, uh, what is that goddamn game now? I can't even remember. The one with all the Disney characters. Kingdom Hearts. Mm. Yeah, never really finished it. I have very little desire to finish it. Tris, did you finish it yet? I have not yet. It's I've, just been, that- I've been rationing it. That boss I, it's not because end. I don't like it or anything. I just kind of don't want it to end. Yeah, that boss at the end, I just didn't give a shit. But the rest know, of the I game, have, you know, I liked. Um, Toy Story World was my favorite part. Toy Story World was my favorite part. I feel like it's not going to get better than that. And, Frozen and, was easily the worst. Oh, uh, really? I like yeah. Frozen. Did you? Uh, I mean, I like just, I like Frozen. I don't. I don't, I, haven't, I haven't gotten to that world, but I oh, like. Well, I mean, I like Frozen. Frozen as well, like the movie. But the right. world is just so uninspired. Yeah. Um, you could. Well, I, I feel sad. like they just shoehorned it in there for because of, of its popularity. Mm-hmm. There just doesn't feel like there's a lot of heart in it, like there are in all the other ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really mm-hmm. wish the dialogue was better because it's it's complete shit. <laughs> Unfortunately, I feel like. They- Unfortunately, I feel like they kind of just had to stick with the corniness of uh, Sora at that point. It's really bad. It's it's I really mean, bad. It's it's a Walt Disney inspired RPG. You know, like I like Walt Disney movies. They have good dialogue. Yeah. Also, Kingdom Hearts. Square, Square really Enix been. wasn't the best with dialogue back then. I mean, as someone who's playing. 
you know, Final Fantasy X right now, like, I love it, but Titus is pretty cringeworthy. <laughs> but it's it's still a good game. But I see what you're saying. Yeah, it just, it doesn't make that game enjoyable once you actually start getting, like, you know, you're going to save the princess, or you're going to join the fight. Even even in Toy Story Land, when you're going to fight, you know, with Buzz Lightyear, when he talks, the way that he talks, it just doesn't really feel like him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just the the dialogue is just so often robotic and ridiculous. It's almost like pandering to people that like, here I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can dig it. Yeah. So, kind of a disappointment overall, just because you know the way that game was hyped up, it was like the game of the decade, and and it it's really not. Well, a lot of it's because you didn't have that nostalgia pool. Uh, all very all true. those people hyping it up were people who played it since ps2 days and that was a long time ago if that's if if the reason it's the game of the decade is because of the nostalgia then that's fine but if we want to talk about the like that is a big the reason game are it. Yeah, yeah i mean that's fine but but if we're talking about the reason the game is good is because of the hype and the and the nostalgia then i i i'd have to disagree you know what i mean like i get why the game is popular why people are playing it why they're interested in it but the game overall is just, it's a very basic game. They didn't really do anything crazy to it. In no. fact, they could have done a lot more to it. I could have done with a few less levels and a little bit more attention to detail. That's fair. Could have got rid of that Frozen World. See? Frozen World for dialogue? I'll take it. There, was, there wasn't any good gameplay in that one. Yeah. Um... Whereas some of the other worlds really switched up what you're doing, which I uh, I enjoyed. Is that it? I believe that's it. Diablo Yo, 3, Chris. get on it. Uh, we are on Switch. Oh. You're not. We're not doing it on Switch. Just do it on wherever, wherever, wherever you can play. I'm not going to tell you to buy it again. Wherever you got it. If you got it on Switch, you, congratulations. If you got it on PC, don't well, get it on Switch because you got to pay He stops. wants to play it with people, but everybody that is anybody is playing it on Switch. And he's like... Yeah. So basically, what they said is, I might have it on PC, but because I like it better on Switch, fuck Omar. That's yeah, cool. Well, Hashtag I mean, friends. I'm not gonna make my life worse to accommodate your lifestyle. Well, I'm <laughs> not gonna fucking spend money to accommodate your lifestyle. I, I don't know you five whole five whole dollars so that you five could whole ease dollars. The That's some GameStop shit. Ease the burden. Ease the burden. Listen, we're not Listen, asking. We're not this, asking this, you. To, I'm not asking for anything back. We're not this asking not, you to trade 100 games in for five. This is not quid quo pro. This is from the. This from is from the heart. The, the generosity and goodness of my kind ass heart. I mean, sir. you didn't have to throw those false adjectives in there, but I had to. I had to. That was a lot. Of I know. I know. It's, you really do. You have to sell yourself hard. Hey, what have you been playing, buddy? Tell me. Tell me. Tell me. me? Oh, that's uh, right. Dauntless. I played the first Beast. What do you Uh think of Dauntless? So that game came out yesterday, and I was not interested in playing it at all after the beta until yesterday. And now I'm all in. Uh, That game's really good, dude. It's, It's like Monster Hunter, if Monster Hunter was A, free to play, B, less punishing, Mm-hmm. Um, less less focus on maintenance. You know, you're not having to constantly eat consumables to boost your stamina. You're not having to sharpen your tool to make sure that it's uh, like maximum effectiveness all the time. 
it, it's really about the battle and the collaboration with your team. Uh, but the core of it, you know, the grinding monsters for their innards for loot is is still very very much there. Um, it's just really fun. It's it's a lot faster paced than Dragon or not Dragon uh, Monster Hunter, mm-hmm. and just in a really good way. Um, you know, will the free to playness of it? get the best of me long term maybe i don't know but right now i have been playing that basically non-stop since yesterday and i'm enjoying it a lot so uh, when you when you drop in it uh, does it automatically just match make you with other people so it drops you into like a basically like an mmo rpg type of hub world right and so you're in a lobby i don't know if you're only matched with the people in your session or not but you are in a session with other people you're just running around seeing randos in the in the hub world like it's, you know, like World of Warcraft or something. And when you select, you can, you know, if you're in a party or a guild, you can choose to, you know, do a private hunt with them so you can kind of team up. But otherwise, it just drops you into like a matchmaking queue based on what type of monster you're trying to hunt. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think they expected it to be as popular as it was right out of the gate. Because yesterday, oh, they definitely when I didn't. when I logged in, I immediately dropped to like ten thousand in the queue. That queue goes by like, fast. It does, but yesterday when I first hopped on, maybe it was just because it was right when people were getting out of work. Yeah, it took me like 15, 20 minutes to get into into a, a lobby. Okay, uh, well, it I, hasn't been that bad since then. Like I've I've only had to wait like maybe two or three minutes. Yeah, when I hopped in, I had uh, like six thousand or seven thousand a line, and then it took me not even five minutes. So it's definitely moving faster. But like you said, yeah. it depends on when you're when you're in there. They probably spent a lot of time just boosting their server load you know this originally i don't think was it's published by epic i think but um when we saw it at pax it was a very different game years back yeah that's that's the thing like even just from the beta that i played uh i guess two packs ago when they gave me that code yeah it's very different but in like a really good way yeah um, that they completely <clears throat> overhauled the art style and i dig it uh and it's it's cross-platform Crossplay for those of you wondering, so yes. you can you can take your file and save across. So yeah, because it's uh, because it's Epic, and this is this is one of the things that I will not fault Epic for in this generation where there's a entire massive army of human beings that don't have a Steam account. With the popularity that was Fortnite, so many people have an Epic account, mm-hmm. and just by having those linked. You're good to go on PC, PS4, Xbox, right out of the gate. And it's, it's also coming to Switch later this year, so I'm assuming that'll be cross-platform as well. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, it lets it's you wild. know. It lets you know the console or PC of, of like what, who you're playing with. It'll have a little icon like this person's on PlayStation, this person's on Xbox. So that's cool. Um, I'm especially impressed that it's a it's a game that Sony allowed through because they're still being. I think that tight with that. Just after the blowback, I don't think they had much of a choice, to be honest. Yeah, it's true. Um, and it's epic. So with Fortnite, yeah, I guess they'd be like, "You let Fortnite through, but not this." Yeah, yeah. Then it's it's really good, man. I'm having a I'm having a lot of fun. I played a little bit of it, but I wouldn't mind. Uh, I wouldn't with, mind killing some beasties with you. With the type of pacing that it has and the aesthetic that it has, it almost reminds me of like. If Fable and Monster Hunter had a baby, mm-hmm. that's how it feels when I'm playing it. 
You know, uh, it doesn't feel like over Japanesey. Like, and I'm not saying that in a bad way. Like, but Monster Hunter is oh, very, yeah. very Japanese uh, in in just styling and and what it's trying to execute. Yeah, and I, I like that. You know, I love Monster Hunter. Don't get me wrong, Monster Hunter is an amazing game, and I've spent a lot of time playing it. Um, but this just is refreshing in a different way. And I, I've said it before um, with this generation, but you know. It's really cool that we have, you know, pretty photorealistic-looking games that are, you know, really impressive showboats for technology and lighting and all that. But I also love that we have games that have hand-drawn animation art style like Cuphead, and we have games. I really like this kind of art style that this game has yeah. too. This more like cartoonish polygonal type style. It just there's just something about it that's very cool to me. It's I think it's I think it's that it's the kind of thing that we would see like in movies, but was never really attainable to something you could play as. Yeah. And it's just it's it's really got a cool art style, and I I hope when it comes to Switch, it runs well. I think it will. Um, but I'm excited. The, 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 the it's, the there's no release date. It just says 2019. The difference is that you know there when Fortnite came to switch and turned out it was running at a slower frame rate so it was giving people a disadvantage yeah that's a big deal for fortnite right but this game is cooperative in exactly nature. it's so it's it's a lot less important you know it's, all, it's also hopefully, gonna be... hopefully it does run well and it looks good i'm i'm sure that it will um but it's also it's not going to kill you if there are minor frame dips or your actions maybe take two or three frames more like fortnite because you're not you're not competing against other human beings that are on Adderall that are trying yeah. to kill you within 0.2 seconds. Well, the other thing that's that it has going for it too is is there's way less action going on at any given time when you're you know going against. I don't know yeah. how many people can be in your guild or can play with you, but it's definitely not as many people battling it out in Fortnite. So it's going to be a lot less load on that processor. Yeah, and but it's good. I, I want it, to. It's another, it looks good in 4K too. Another thing that I like about it. Um, you know, Monster Hunter did made a lot. They made a lot of quality of life changes for the better with Monster Hunter World. But there are still things that are a little tedious, and yeah. you know, like it's still a really takes, big learning curve. This game takes away a lot of the busy work. Yeah, um, which I liked. I don't have to, you know, manually cut up the monsters to get their gear. It just kind of rewards it to me and stuff. And and I was a little worried yesterday that the monsters were not as smart as the ones in Monster Hunter. But I think it was just because I was playing the starter monsters yeah. because they are getting real tough real quick. So I have a question because, I, like I said, I only did the beginning tutorial part, dropped me off in the hub world, and I was mm -hmm. like, I want to play a Plague's Tale. Mm -hmm. um, so when you draw, you know, you do a hunt, you beat a beast, do you have the option to, like, go back to your hub town? Or can you keep it, like, is it a more open world where you can keep exploring and just, you guys can just run through a bunch of monsters? So there, at this time, there doesn't seem to be that option. It okay. really, like, after after you, after you slay the main baddie of that mission, it, it takes you back to the hub world. Okay. You can do these things which are called patrols, which are, okay, I'm going to go out and gather some of the resources, uh, but there is also, like, a lesser baddie in there that I need to kill to end it anyways. I like, I like that to mix um, it up, yeah. But there isn't, like, a Monster Hunter style, oh, I need to go on, like, a gathering mission, mm -hmm. um, which, to be honest, I am kind of into, you yeah. know? Like I just said, like, that stuff is fun in Monster Hunter, but to me it just, over time, the tedium of it, sort of drew my attention away so um, I, uh, I don't know if we said this in this 
cast just yet, but uh, it's a free-to-play title. Yes. Um, so what do you think as far as, as you could tell this early on, as far as like microtransactions, grinding, does it seem fair? Uh, what are you, what's your take? Because your character looks pretty wild. I just have all the starter gear because I literally played for a couple minutes. But. It seems pretty in line with the type of thing that Fortnite is doing where okay. there's a battle pass. So you get pretty okay stuff if you're just playing free tier. But then, you know, they're not afraid to show off, hey, this is what you get if you had the battle pass. Right. Um, uh, the battle pass, what do, you, what, do you know what that's priced at? I think it's $10 for the season. Oh, right now they're bad. doing... Right now they're doing a promotion. It's called like the early adopter or something like that, or timely arrival. I think is what it's called. But it's five dollars, and it gives you three dyes for your to change the colors of your gear. And it gives you some consumables, and then it gives you enough of the premium currency to get the season battle pass. You know, what, I might, I might, pass. I might do that. That's uh, not bad. That's not bad. Sorry, not sorry. I did that last night. I, I think I would too. Yeah, that's that's yeah. that's totally fair. It's, it's cool. Um, yeah, there's you know there's a lot. The, the weapons in it are very fun. They you have, know, there's, there's they, they have stats. I'm assuming, or are they just cosmetics? Yeah, they have they no they well, the weapons. Yeah, yeah, so all the weapons do have there's there are different cosmetics. You can do what they call transmorgifying, which actually had to have Steve explain to me what the hell that was because it's like an MMO isn't, isn't it isn't it isn't it basically like it's the exact same weapon it just looks different. Yeah, it's changing yeah. the appearance of your weapon, but keeping the the stats. I think, the same. Uh, I think, and that's that's I think so I, that people don't end up, you know, all looking the exact same when they're all the highest tier gear. Basically, I think I learned that from. I think Diablo three has that. Yeah, yeah, um, but yeah. Cool. Like they all have different stats and stuff, and and the the functionality of the weapons is pretty wildly varied. I haven't messed around with the basic swords or anything, mm -hmm. um, but. There is this thing, you know, they have regular battle axes that you can kind of, um, they all they all have like special moves that you can do. So you're like building up a meter that turns blue and then when it goes through you you kind of do your thing. Like with the axe you can throw it like God of War style. Oh, and that's it kind cool. of flings and does damage and then you press B, uh, right bumper again to recall and you jump up in the air, catch the axe and kind of slam it down on them and do like massive damage. Oh, that's cool. And then... This one gun, or this one thing that I've been messing around with now is called a, a war pike, and I really like it. And it's kind of like a double-sided spear, mm -hmm. so you're kind of spinning it around, chopping them up and stuff. But the more you do damage, you build up this meter, and when you press right bumper, it, the, based on how powerful the meter is, you're basically building up ammunition. And you press right bumper, it loads the energy into your pike, and then you hold right bumper, and you can fire it off like a gun and do just all kinds of damage at them. Are you um, off Monday? I am. We are going to play this weekend. It's fun, dude. Yeah. Um, they're also like straight up like God of War type sickles that you can have where like they're on chains and you can you know throw them around and, and it's there's it's just very varied. It's it's very fun. Yeah. So um, basically for those of you listening, if you're interested in this, it's free to play. Check yes. it out on, on PC, PS4, Xbox. Um, if you're on Xbox and you want Monster Hunter, in case you forgot, uh, and if you have Games Pass or are thinking about it, Monster Hunter World is still on there. Yep. So yeah, and that, uh, that DLC is coming out in August. The Snow yeah. So I'll probably drop in the Monster Hunter, you know, on and off now. This has definitely kind of rekindled that fire for me. But as far as this game goes, it's it's very fun. It sounds like it, it just sounds like the things I like about Monster Hunter without all the things that confuse me or weigh yeah. weigh it down for me. And, and it definitely still has a learning curve, mm -hmm. but it also goes out of its way to point out, hey, this is what these weapons can do, uh, and this is how to do them. There's like a whole move list for 
each weapon right, right in your thing. So it, it it will take you some time to get used to it, but definitely not the type of you know mountainous learning curve that Monster Hunter has. Right, sure. right. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, everything else I've been playing is just kind of the usual. You know, I'm still kicking around, waiting for Halo. Yeah, you know, a lot of Halo. Um, just kind of waiting for Mario Maker. Still, nice. You know, that's yeah. So. All right. Well, let's head on into the news. In the world of bop, 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 bop. You missed it. You First missed all, it. I hate Will for cutting my part out last night. Uh, thank you, Will. He Will's, the, Will's the hero that got him. He can deserves. suck it. Will's a piece of. Uh, Southern trash now. He's a he's a true treasure. He's a if southern trash boy. The script I guys I sent you guys. Will does equal a dick. Yeah, love you, Will. In the world of PlayStation, Sony has confirmed PS5 players will be able to play with those on PS4 when the next gen console launches. Um, we don't know a lot of concrete facts about PS5 other than it's going to have an SSD, which vastly loads loading times, and it's going to supposedly support 8K gaming, which is ridiculous, uh, with its own type of yeah. ray tracing. Um, but it definitely seems like the platform holders hammering home the fact that backwards compatibility is going to be very big for PS5, which it needs to be, because their efforts should be. their efforts on PS4 have been a joke. You know, they released the PS2 Classics line. And I don't even know if that's been updated. If it has, there's been like no announcements that I've ever seen when they add games on there. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a cool idea. Hey, let's take some popular PS2 games, up-res them, and add trophies. That's cool. But they're just, they're just doing it all wrong. They're doing it all wrong. Let me pop my PS2 games into my PS4 and play them. And just have it upscale. There's a goddamn yeah. PS4 Pro. It could upscale it. Make it happen. So I think they're going to be focusing very heavily on that on PS5 because they uh, I still can't believe when Microsoft announced the back compat uh, feature uh, I don't know how they did it they did crazy you know I've, I've watched um, different different videos that explain it and it's just still technical wizardry to me that they were able to pull that off mm-hmm. and uh, have it run so well um, Days Gone has just received another update and it's a pretty big one clocking in the 13 gigabytes it's the game's biggest patch yet and includes some welcome fixes and improvements for progression issues that people were experiencing and glitches uh, and performance optimizations which it's, I've heard that that game could uh, benefit from uh, I still have zero interest in playing it but uh, mm. I think, I don't know, is Danny still playing it? Do you guys know? Uh, I have no idea She's probably still playing it. She probably likes it. Um, Last week, we reported on Microsoft and Sony's shocking announcement that the two would be collaborating on cloud technologies together. Well, it appears that the employees at PlayStation were equally as shocked because according to a Bloomberg report, quote, staff at the gaming division were caught off guard by the news. Managers had to calm workers and assure them that plans for the company's next next generation console weren't affected, end quote. Um, way to keep your PlayStation team in the loop. But I get it. You know, it's a really big deal. Any number of things could have fell through. I think some things maybe just you know they come from above. You know, this, it, maybe this just was very was a decision. High yeah, this was a, possibly a decision for a survival. You know, like we talked about last week, Sony definitely isn't prepared with infrastructure no. for the type of 
cloud-based streaming that is seems to be coming for everybody. So Sony's CDN is still a joke. Um, yeah, but that I mean Microsoft destroys on anything cloud, anything server-based. So it's a, it's a smart collaboration. Um, it just goes to show, you know, as we've talked about numerous times with this, you know, people like to start flame wars with consoles and stuff, but at the end of the day, everyone's working toward a common goal, releasing cool stuff for people to play and enjoy. So just goes to show that these companies still work together very closely and they definitely talk a lot. Um, Speaking of success, Sony has been inspired by Marvel's massive success in the movie space. Not that uh, cinema is anything new to Sony, obviously. Um, But they opened up a new studio called PlayStation Productions, which will be overseen by Worldwide Studios chairman Sean Layden. And uh, the rumored first title is going to be based on Twisted Metal. This This is a movie studio? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, a quote from The Hollywood Reporter says, Instead of licensing out our IP to studios, we felt the better approach for us was to develop and produce it ourselves because we're more familiar, uh, but also because we know what the PlayStation community loves. Mm-hmm. So, and, and what the community loves is a Twisted Metal movie? I don't know. Listen, it's a rumor. That, that part's a rumor, so I don't know if that's Listen, true. I love me some Twisted Metal, but I wouldn't say that I have any reverence for the depth of the story. I mean, it obviously wouldn't be very good, unless they did some crazy Mad Max-type stuff. I don't know. Yeah, uh, Sony Santa Monica's latest God of War installment has surpassed 10 million units sold worldwide. That's pretty, yeah, that's pretty awesome. Um, it's good for game. them. Yeah, good, good for them. Good for that team. Um, especially after watching that documentary, you know, it it's obviously doesn't go too far into crunch and everything because at the end of the day, it's a Sony-produced thing, but they do talk about it. And uh, you do see some people crying, uh, including the guy who voices uh, Kratos um, because he's he's been an actor for a long time. And he said that this... This script was very personal to him as far as being a parent and the things you sacrifice and sacrificing your time with your kids. Uh, he started crying in the interview because, um, you know, it just hit home for him, uh, being being a little too busy, you know, mm-hmm. and missing out. So definitely, like I said, I think a good documentary. But after watching it, this kind of news makes me especially happy because um, it was a lot of work, a lot of work yeah. into it. So it, so it doesn't have the best replayability as a game, but the initial—I mean, I would still pay sixty dollars to play that game for the you know for the first time. Yeah, that game totally. was absolutely worth it. And I think you can get it for forty now, so even better. It's uh, brand new. You know, if you can take it up digitally for forty bucks, because this is an instance where I think all of it should go back to as many of the developers' pockets as possible. Rat game. Uh, Sony's active PSN users have crossed 94 million, with a third of those being paid members. Uh, what's a crazy statistic to me is that players have spent $20 billion on PlayStation Network in the fiscal year of 2018. $20 billion. Now, keep in mind, too... How much too, of that is affected by microtransactions? Well, keep in mind, I mean, probably a lot of Fortnite. Uh, they also have movies on there, although I, I wouldn't think movies on PlayStation or Xbox are going to be huge. 
uh, and TV shows. So I'm assuming that includes all that stuff. Uh, I think that for maybe for some people, yeah, for some people who are not as into tech as we are, and they just have you know one device for their home, that is their digital storefront. Yeah, so oh, that plus, is where they would go for for movies and plus music people and who stuff. don't want to subscribe to a Netflix, you know. Yeah. But uh, that's 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 a lot of money. Holy hell! That's a lot of money. Uh, moving on to Nintendo. Uh, Nintendo's closing both Animal Crossing Pocket Camp and Fire Emblem Heroes in Belgium due to loot box concerns. Uh, with both titles closing down officially August twenty seventh of this year. It's weird that they're not doing anything about Dragalia Lost because that seems just as maybe they were able to skirt it somehow. Or maybe it's not even out there in Belgium. I don't know. That's maybe true. They, they yeah. might have never released it because that's the last of the, th- of the three of those to come out. Uh, back in October, Uniqlo hosted a competition asking Pokemon fans to design new shirts. The Oops. winner was to receive a lovely $10,000 reward, special trophy, blah, 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 blah. Uh, there was a Chinese artist who won uh, with a Magikarp and uh, Gyarados design. Um, however... It appears he violated the terms of the contest uh, because he used a design. You weren't supposed to use a design that was printed anywhere else. And I guess his design was originally on a couple phone cases. Yeah. And from there, it got pirated, according to him, and has now been on a bunch of shirts and everything. Uh, they officially, as of after I wrote this up, uh, a couple of days later, they actually canceled it. So he does not get anything now. Which is shitty because they already a showed a screenshot of that shirt in the game. Yeah. yeah so that's kind of a bummer. Up. Uh, he gets uh, nothing for nothing. it. Nothing. Yeah. Uh, some beta footage of Mario Kart Tour, speaking of things that are Oof. making their way online, uh, has made its way online and it kind of looks like what you'd expect a mobile Mario Kart to look like. Uh, looks like you play with one hand. Um, and it sure isn't a Mario Kart 7 or 8, but in my opinion, if as long as it brings people to that series, to the Mario Kart series, whether it be 7, 8, Super Nintendo, whatever, I mean, I think that's a success. But I don't see this being a very big mobile hit. Yeah, that leaked footage that I watched, that game looks not great. Very, very meh. <laughs> and from what I was seeing, apparently the beta doesn't ha- even have online play. Oh. So it's like, really? what are you even doing? Of all the freaking mobile games they released that that you could potentially play offline, Mario Kart is not one of those. Should not be one of those. Yep. I still say what you want about Dragalia Lost, but I don't know. I still like the art style, and I, I want a proper... You know, I downloaded Trugalia that game lost. last week and tried playing it a little on my phone. I think I still have it on there. And it's just like... I deleted it because it was like almost four gigs. Well, I just got to the point where I just kept pressing auto and letting it play itself. And then I was like, what am I doing? Yeah. I don't know. I'm just like a proper Fantasy Life style version of that. Or just give me Fantasy Life. God damn it, level five. Yeah. Moving on to Xbox. Uh, Microsoft has added some new features to Xbox Game Bar, so players now have instant access to widgets for screen capture and sharing, controlling music, finding new teammates. Uh, With the looking for group or LFG function, they can chat with friends across Xbox, mobile, and PC, all without leaving their game. Um, On Windows, you just press Windows and G. So that's cool. Uh, I always thought the Game Bar was pretty neat. 
little baked-in feature they have on Windows. Uh, Microsoft is hosting a massive Xbox compatibility sale. It ends uh, May 27th. They have over 200 titles out of the nearly 500 titles available, discounted by as much as 75%. Um, so if you're thinking about you know, taking a trip down memory lane, take a look at the sale. There's a lot, a lot of things you could pick up uh, mm -hmm. cheap. And uh, Xbox back, back and bat is um, pretty wild. All those mm -hmm. games run really well, I, I imagine, at this point. So uh, that's all I had for Xbox. I don't know if you have anything else, Tris. Um, this is cool. Check it out, but that's on everything except for Switch. Yeah, nothing. I mean, it's just kind of it's been a little quiet, quiet. On the home front because E3 is right around the corner. Exactly, but I still have some industry news, baby. Hey, Bromar, you're a little quiet over there. Do you want to hear some industry news? Tell me. Huh? Would that make you happy? Oh, let me tell. Oh yeah, let me tell you about. Oh yeah, Razor announced they'll be shutting down online services, uh, which isn't surprising. So Ouya is going to be dead in June. Um, the shutdown marks the end of what was supposed to be an ambitious, that uh, an ambitious launch of a system that kind of went turbulent and then crashed and burned. Um, I I have one, uh, and I don't do literally I anything with it. Hot minute, and then I returned it. Well, I got I kickstarted it because I, mm -hmm. I had hopes and dreams, uh, and I basically knew it was just going to become a little Android emulator. But at that time, I didn't foresee Raspberry Pi three b being so cool. So <laughs> you live and you learn. According to that, Kotaku, that controller was terrible. Oh, it was horrendous. The worst controller ever, man. So bad. The buttons would mm -hmm. stick. Mine makes an electrical buzzing sounds. Um, one of the capacitors, I guess. I don't know. It's 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 bad. Uh, according to Kotaku report, Riot Games is developing a mobile version of League of Legends with Chinese tech conglomerate Tencent. Okay, I mean, they're kind of I feel like hemorrhaging money and popularity at this point. So whatever they got mm -hmm. to do, try and keep a float, I guess. Uh, Blizzard announced it would be nerfing some of the most powerful cards in Hearth, uh, Hearthstone in an attempt to break up the dominance of two classes, Rogue and Warrior. Um, apparently, according to what I read, I don't I don't play Hearthstone, so I don't know anything about it. But apparently, uh, there hasn't been a really big patch or adjustment since like 2014. Hmm. I don't know if that's true. I feel like there would have to be balance tweaks since then. Maybe they just meant like a. On. Every time yeah, I go on my battle like a, net, it just it, it's screaming at me about Hearthstone, and I've I've never played that thing ever once. I don't know. Uh, speaking of packages, Apex Legends received an update to version one point one point three, which improves hit detection as well as a bunch of other things. Um, last week, speedrunner Creeper Hunter HNTR set the world record for Rage Two with a run of one hour fifty three minutes twenty six seconds, mere days after the title's launch. Um, one thing's for sure, I doubt that that is going to last long because, uh, people are always besting speedruns. Um, I, I'm still not really interested in that game. What about you guys? Okay. Rage 2. Oh, no. I mean, no. I'll probably... I, I might pick it up when it's like $20 because one day. I, say, I, I keep saying, like, I would pick it up if it's like a slow season and I don't have anything else to play, but just the way that games are now 
uh, that never happens. So there's I'd just probably... too many games, man. Too many games. I think yeah, yeah I have zero the, interest in this. Doom is really the only Bethesda shooter that you know. I didn't really play Prey. I didn't. I played Rage One, but that was a long time ago when things were very different in the gaming industry. Mm-hmm. And you know, I just I don't know, it's, doesn't seem like something that I would enjoy. You know what else doesn't seem like something I enjoy? No, Tony. I'm going to tell you, Dead Island Two, which was announced five years ago back in 2014. Uh, since then, has changed changed developers to I think Sumo Digital, uh, and THQ Nordic came out this week and was just like, "Hey guys, fear not, the game is still in development." Um, okay. So yeah, you could have another zombie game if you uh, really want one. I guess they're still working on it. <clears throat> what about Dying Light? Is that still a thing? Don't know. That haven't... was made by the people who made the first one. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I haven't heard anything. I just feel like maybe they uh, cut their losses and there, was that announced? Dying I feel like it was too? at some point. I don't know. Too many zombie games. I'm not sure if it was yeah. announced. Uh, if if it was not announced and they was in development, I feel like they probably just put the put the brakes on that because zombies are a little played out now. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're into Brawlhalla, though, I have good news. The game now supports cross play between Xbox and Switch. So you can enjoy wrecking your Xbox buds while you're taking a dump. Cool. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, indie hit Dead Cells just got even bigger and better thanks to a new free piece of DLC called Rise of the Giant. It adds a new area called The Cavern that's filled with entirely new ways to die. Um, this, this piece of DLC will become playable to people who beat the main game. Uh, and they're going to have all kinds of new traps, lava pools, plenty of enemies... And even a new boss. Uh, I haven't played that game since like a week or two after it came out. Um, I had some a lot of performance issues, but apparently those have long since been fixed. So I may I may pop into that because that was a that was a good little game. I know yeah, Will was talking about it last night. Yeah, yeah, it's a good little title. Um, I almost picked up was it Katana Zero. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I almost picked that up. Uh, that is that is on my wish list for sure. That game looks good too. Do you guys do you get, did you play that? I have not yet. Yeah, I played Neither it back a little yeah. bit, and I know Will played it. He liked it. It's on my list. It looks wild. Um, Quantic Dream announced that demos and dates for PC ports of Heavy Rain, Beyond Two Souls, and Detroit Become Human will be making their way exclusively to the Epic Game Store. Uh, Heavy Rain launches June twenty fourth with a demo available May 24th. Beyond Two Souls comes out July 27th with a demo June 22nd. And Detroit Become Human uh, is just coming out sometime this fall. Uh, I liked Beyond Two Souls, and I, I you know, I didn't think Heavy Rain was bad back in the day. Um, and Detroit, Detroit Become Human is pretty good, too. I just uh, started playing other things because other stuff came out that took my attention away. But uh, I do want to finish that game. That has a pretty good story. Um, and it definitely. Those games are just so slow. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, the former titles, so Heavy Rain and uh, Detroit, uh, Beyond Two Souls. I'm sorry, will be twenty bucks. Uh, people mm. are thinking Detroit will probably sell around forty. Uh, last bit of news I have is this is a weird one. So Panic. The studio behind uh, Firewatch and some other games announced a new handheld game console 
called Playdate. It's definitely quirky, so it, it has a a crank on the right side that pops out and can turn like almost like a fishing uh, like a fishing rod type crank. Um, the game has a 2.7 inch black and white display. Comes with a headphone jack, USB-C for charging, Bluetooth and Wi-Fi, and games are going to be released on a weekly basis. Um, the unit itself costs $149. I don't know if there's going to be a charge for games, actually. I, I think that might be included, but don't quote Weird me on that. I'm thing. not sure. Um, but they have developers like the guy who made Katamari uh, making something for it. Um it's definitely a weird little thing. Uh, but according to the company, they said, quote, we like to keep them a secret until they appear on Playdate, referring to the games. Uh, we want to surprise you. Some are short, some are long, some are experimental, some are traditional. All of them are fun. Um, and I was reading a, another article. They said basically that, yeah, it's really crazy and it may you know, possibly fail. Um, but that's okay because they're releasing it in such a small quantity and they basically just said we really, really, really wanted to do something different that wasn't software and they said they had a lot of fun, um, you know, developing it, creating it and they learned a lot. So, hey, that's cool. Um, more power to them, you know, they're not, it's not like they're trying to release a home console, taking a big gamble. So... They, uh, don't they own Campo Santos? Um, no, I thought that... Or did they publish? I thought Xbox bought them. Hmm. I think Microsoft bought bought them out. I thought that, um... Let me see. Oh, no, they, they published Firewatch. Okay, that's why. That's where it is. Yeah, they published Firewatch. Valve bought them. Really? Yeah, Valve bought bought them. That was right. They bought them in 2018. Unfortunate. Okay. It is. <laughs> Where talent goes to die. That and EA. Uh, that's all I got, though. That's all I have for news. Um, uh, they announced... Well, I guess they didn't really announce, but there was a speculative leak that the next Call of Duty will be called Modern Warfare. Um, oh, yeah. I, re- I read that. That's big news if you are someone like me whose heyday in Call of Duty was in the Modern Warfare era. It would be nice to see that make a return because those were some of the best, you know, best type games. Oh, one other thing I do have Xbox news. Uh, According to Microsoft, whenever Project xCloud or whatever they're going to officially call it uh, debuts, it will be... Uh, every every according to them, every Xbox One title will be playable. Uh, all thirty five hundred plus, hmm. um, which That's crazy is impressive. I I don't know how they secured licensing for all that. I feel like that had to be a massive undertaking. Um, but I mean, what do I know? Uh, maybe it was easier than I thought. But I, I feel like that would be a pretty daunting task. Yeah. Um. Uh, oh. Um. Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven will be presented to the public and behind closed doors at E three again. Oh, the Division two developers said they aren't going to adjust the raid difficulty for consoles. Okay. Uh, but nothing, nothing crazy. Mm. So. Uh, I'll take us out. So. 
I don't know. Not a lot to say. I mean, we are on, uh, we all have our individual Twitters. Uh, we're on Instagram. Um, we have a Discord. We have a Discord. We're on Patreon. Uh, my wife yelled at me because I sell gaming t-shirts and there's not a link at all on the website. So I'm going to pop up a little storefront, I think, where you can buy some gaming merch. Uh, maybe Danny and I'll make some cool Pixel Raider ones or something. Um, and uh, I, I thought about floating around the idea of having a, uh, I have an Amazon affiliate account. So maybe uh, if any of our listeners or friends want to buy games, they could always use that. Uh, and that way they don't, they're not directly contributing. Um, but they, you know, just buying stuff that they would normally buy and that could help out the site as well. Um, that's it. I mean, you guys know where to find us at this point. Links are in the description of every podcast episode below. We do it for the love of the game, as Bill would say. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So we will see you guys next week for episode 168 which is one episode closer to 169. Holy shit balls. That's done. crazy. Me too. Alright guys, we will see you later. Uh, have a good weekend. Have a good holiday break Happy if you Memorial have it. Day. Happy Memorial Day. This will release on Monday. It's um, on Memorial Day. Yeah. We love you guys. Thanks for all your support. Bye. Bye. Bye.